0: hello americans hello south dakotans welcome to the dakota rustler show aiming to keep america its citizens and minds free now here's your host daryl root hello and welcome to the dakota rustler show i am your host Witt. thank you for tuning in you can support this show and help keep it going by visiting dakotarustler.org and clicking on the donation link as arabelle will tell you during the advertisement break this helps to pay for the podcast hosting site the dakota Rustler website research and much more there is also a link to purchase merchandise such as this mug let's see if i can get that up there to the camera and much more at the website my main topic today is energy news around the world but before we get to that i need to do the first half of the show called tidbits For those of you new listeners, this is where I take a few things from the past week or so and make a few quick comments on them. So let's get started. This past Monday, Ford said it will recall 2900 F-150 pickup trucks because of a software issue. But before all you anti-EVers get excited... This is not about anything related to being an electric vehicle. It's all about tire pressure, just like any other car. The glitch in software simply may result in failure for the low-pressure tire light not to come on when the tire pressure is low. Why? Because it was set to 35 PSI at the factory when the intended pressure should have been set at 42 PSI. Personally... This is a feature I do not need in the first place. I managed to keep my tire pressure at its proper setting for decades, long before fancy electronics created sensors to do so. How? Well, it's called a tire gauge. And guess what? I still use one. If you pay attention to your car and how it handles, you don't need a senseless sensor to tell you when the pressure is low. You can feel it in how the car handles a tire gauge, and an air compressor, and you're set to go. Quit putting things on cars that make 90% of drivers more stupid and factory-dependent. Number two, school coaches may now pray after games on sports fields. This is fantastic, and this is coming from an agnostic. SCOTUS, the Supreme Court, (coughs) excuse me, ruled six to three the liberal mushheads dissenting that such prayer falls under first amendment rights in my opinion as long as no one is being coerced to pray prayer is not happening during school sponsored events or other direct connection prayer from all faiths should be allowed when the game is over the event is over the only thing left is showers for the players Players, coaches, parents, or any other Tom, Dick, or Jane should be allowed to gather afterward for a quick prayer if they wish. mayor, in her dissent, stated that this decision does a disservice to schools and the young citizens they serve, as well as to our nation's long-standing commitment to the separation of church and state well maybe she should tell the president to quit saying God bless America at the end of State of Union addresses some parents claim their children felt compelled to join there's that word again felt it goes hand-in-hand with that other word all the weak-minded individuals toss around offended grow up and quit being a bunch of candy asses number three Apparently, America isn't the only country where gay bars come under attack. Oslo, Norway was the site of a deadly rampage by a 42-year-old citizen, who, by the way, was of Iranian origin. The person had a history of mental illness. Two people were killed and 21 were injured just prior to Oslo holding its Pride Parade. It's interesting what is missing from this Reuters story, and that's this. Norway has some of the strictest gun laws around today. It is only possible to obtain permission to own a weapon by having officially documented a use for the gun with local police and taken extensive training relevant to the intended use of the gun. Generally, this falls into two categories, hunting and sport shooting. The first step to owning a fire in Norway is to get a Vapenkort, I believe that's how it's pronounced, a firearm permit that is specific to what you plan to use the firearm for. In order to purchase the actual firearm, one must fill out an application which specifies the proper firearm for the type of hunting one wishes to do. I'm guessing this gentleman didn't fill out an application stating he intended on hunting gay humans. So yeah, gun laws work. Not, and they aren't going to work here. Quit trying to ban our Second Amendment rights. Three weeks ago, the U.S. backed Taiwan's... Oh, number four. Three weeks ago, the U.S. backed Taiwan's assertion that the Taiwan Strait is an international waterway. The strait separates Taiwan from China. The waterway has been a source of military tension since 1949 when China lost a civil war with the communists and many fled to what is now called Taiwan. For the record... Taiwan is the Republic of China, and China as we know it is called the People's Republic of China. In recent years, U.S. warships and some British and Canadian warships have sailed through the strait, drawing anger from China. China claims sovereignty over the waters. State Department spokesman Ned Price stated the world has an abiding interest in peace and stability in the Taiwan Strait. And we consider this central to the security and prosperity of the Indo-Pacific region. Again, I reiterate, let's build our own semiconductors and get out of Southeast Asia. Number five, if you're watching one video, it says Sweden and Finland and NATO. Well, when I wrote that up, it became totally irrelevant about an hour later. So I changed stories for number five. And that is this. For listeners, here in South Dakota, our scumbag Attorney General Jason Roundsburg is finally out of office. 21 months after killing a man in what most people would consider reckless driving, he is done. He basically received a slap on the wrist for taking another man's life. All this after it was determined he was on his phone browsing right wing websites, playing with his radio, and doing pretty much everything but paying attention to the road. On top of that, he did his power play by stating he was the Attorney General immediately upon calling 911. Who mentions their job when they call 911? I guess if you're the Attorney General, you do. He lied numerous times about seeing it or he lied numerous times about the accident and most likely lied about seeing who or what he hit. Investigators determined he could not have missed the brightly shining flashlight right beside the victim shortly after the accident, which happened at nighttime. I don't have time for all the details. Let's just say the scumbag should have quit his position as the state's leading attorney immediately following the investigation. And the state should have impeached him far earlier than they did. Hopefully he leaves South Dakota. We don't need his kind here. Everyone hates him. And with that, it's time for a break. Take it away or a bell. I'll be back in 50 seconds. welcome back just a reminder this podcast can be found on audible buzzsprout google Podcasts, iheart spotify and video version is on the telegram app which requires no more than a telephone number to set up today's main topic is energy news around the world President Duh keeps calling for everyone to increase oil output despite having openly criticized oil and other fossil fuels and basically telling them he wants to put them out of business. That's like going to the local cafe and insisting they brew you a couple gallons of coffee for a get-together after spending months telling the public how horrible their coffee is not to go there and boycott them into oblivion. The first thing that should be boycotted into oblivion is Biden, but I digress. Saudi Arabia and the UAE, which is the United Arab Emirates, are considered to be the only two countries with spare capacity to boost global deliveries. However, the UAE claims they are at maximum production capacity already, and the Saudis claim that the maximum increase would only amount to about 150,000 barrels a day. Any extra storage is at least six months out. These figures are based on OPEC production baselines. The Saudis are producing 10.5 million barrels with a capacity of 12 million, so they are around the 90% capacity range. By comparison, the U.S. is at 94% storage capacity. In France, The energy companies are urging individuals and businesses to limit power consumption immediately and to prepare for a looming energy crisis. Why? They blame declines in Russian natural gas shipments and limited generation because of maintenance issues. The country's gas storage facilities are only 59% full as of this report. And, of course, they look to us, the U.S., to fill the gap. Excuse me, but I am not pleased that my natural gas bill has increased to 40% because the EU idiots want to boycott Russia. Find your own damn natural gas. I don't need outsiders effing up my retirement plans. I do not want to be a burden to my children. I'm not at this point, but many older Americans are. In Ecuador, President Guillermo Lasso said he would cut gasoline prices and diesel prices by 10 cents a gallon in an attempt to end nearly two weeks of anti government protest, in which at least six people have died. Citizens are protesting for low gasoline and lower food prices. He has already subsidized fertilizer and forgiven some debts. The protests are mostly from indigenous populations. Gas prices in Ecuador are two fifty five a gallon and diesel is a buck ninety as of two days ago. However, Idiots, being idiots, are screwing up their own intentions. The protesters have created roadblocks and committed vandalism, which means that producers can't produce and must pay for damaged equipment. As a result, oil production has fallen by half in the country. I guess Ecuador doesn't teach the basics of supply and demand. As I say every week, the world has gone completely stupid. In addition, a small country has lost at least 120 million in government revenue, and a country could suspend oil production completely. But hey, subsidize everything. Idiots. How can we make things even worse? Well, let me tell you, the G7 is considering even more sanctions against Russia, this time in the form of price caps on Russian oil, supposedly to drain the Russian economy. So, yes, make things worse for every Russian citizen while Putin sits in luxury like every president in the world does. A Houston-based consultant is basically stumped by the stupidity when he considers that China and India are sucking up Russian oil by the barrel, or should I say millions of barrels. In addition, he states there is nothing preventing Russia from retaliating simply by banning exports of oil and refined goods to the G7 countries. Be careful what you wish for, people. You just may get it. In other news, energy company Shell yesterday said that liquefied natural gas shipments from its facility off the northwest coast of Australia will be halted or at least disrupted until at least mid-July due to work bans by unions fighting for better pay. Biden loves unions. I wonder what he thinks of this. No, I don't. He probably loves it. This comes just three months after a four-month shutdown due to power failures and shutdowns at Freeport LNG, the U.S.'s biggest LNG exporter to Europe. And to top it off, you gotta love this one. The U.S. Interior Department will hold its first onshore oil and gas lease options since President Alzheimer's took office. This, of course, is a 180-degree turn from his efforts to end federal drilling and to fight climate change. How long have I stated that the world isn't ready to quit breastfeeding off the oil wells and other fossil fuels? Eventually, maybe. I would love to see it. But we are far from being ready. The leases cover 140,000 acres across eight western states ironically Biden actually called for three hundred and forty thousand acres at first but then backtracked I suppose at the complaint of environmental wackos of course not all leases pan out despite what Biden seems to believe that might be another reason he went back on him because he thinks they all pan out now here's the stupid part let's see if let's make sure you get this Companies will have to pay an 18 and three quarter percent royalty fee up from 12.5, which has been in place for decades. Hey, dumbass! If you really want to lower the price of gasoline, eliminate the royalties and mandate that it goes straight to consumers. On the other hand, if you live in Wyoming, there could be oil and gas work for you. That's where 90% of the leases will be, with a spattering of leases in Colorado, Montana, Nevada, New Mexico, New York, and Utah. For the record, federal lands account for 10% of U.S. oil and gas production. So, is this another promise, another Biden promise down the toilet? Eh, not really. Just another dose of reality for him and the environmental extremist wackos. With that, it's time to call it a podcast. You know the mantra, question authority, and always be free.